Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, December the 10th, 2020. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. This is going to be part two of uh, my thoughts on the increased gun violence here in the city of Durham. Now, if I could just go back uh, just a ways because I feel a need to. As I stated earlier from the previous episode, uh, some students and the chancellor from North Carolina Central University went to the city council also and explained themselves in regards to the uh, uprising and gun violence and violence in general in and around the campus. And they asked also about the shot spotter. They had had a lot of shootings there also. And once again, the city council rejected that idea. I kind of understand it and I, and, and I under, I get it. But just like you, you want to now defund the police and some say it's not actually defunding, but retrain. I think you could possibly retrain them with the use of this uh, shot spotter system. Of course, like I said, don't need one more uh, one more tool to to stereotype or or generalize African Americans. So I say, why not have it and just train? Because that's ultimately what 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 needs to be done. There needs to be a retraining. I, I don't approve of defunding the police to the point where you just... I don't think it's... When people hear defunding the police, they automatically think they're going to take money and, and resources and, and the guns away. I, I don't think that will happen or should happen. I should say I don't think it should happen. I think there needs to be a serious retraining. I'll give you that. Because not every instance of situation calls for brute force. Sometimes you have to use a, a, a you don't always have to walk with a big stick. You'll be surprised at the amount of times you can actually defuse a situation by just talking. But I'm not saying defuse a situation when you, you arrive on the scene or something and, and there's obviously some serious violence going on no 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 that may sound heartless but hey if, if, if the police are called and they happen to come to the scene and, and you're acting like you have, haven't got the sense the good lord gave a, a blade of grass or a billy goat then yeah you need to be dealt with harshly don't want you around me don't need you around me don't need you in my community but Moving on, one of the, you know, like I said earlier, one of the things I feel that has happened and is obvious that the youth have not only been disregarded, but or forgotten about, they've just been flat out kicked to the curb. And now you have to deal with it. 
you know, yeah, there have been many years in the past where, where there has been a lot of uh, shootings and, and crime here in Durham, but now it's it's getting completely and utterly has gotten out of control. And there has to be something done. And when you allow a situation like this to go unchecked for so long, then yeah, you, you, you have to take drastic measures. And I understand the climate in this country now with everything that has happened over the summer and the, the previous years with police and police brutality. I understand that completely. And that needs to be checked also. But at this point in time, when I can easily turn on the TV or, or read in the newspaper that there's been another shooting, then you have to take drastic steps and drastic measures. Sitting back and trying to go with what is popular because what has happened is not it. It can't be it. We have a a, a serious problem here in Durham and everywhere, but more specifically here in Durham. You know, just last night, I'm sitting here in the in my bedroom and I hear uh, easily 10 shots gunfire somebody's shooting at somebody Wednesday evening about 8, 9 o'clock at night just out of the blue shooting has that become normal? does that seem normal to you? doesn't to me there's no way in the world that's normal there's no way in the world that's acceptable there's no way in the world that's cool or that has to be it just isn't now I could beat and harp on the elected officials because trust me they have done their their part to facilitate this and what we have But also, I I just want to say to the African-American young male and African-American male in general, because we have to take some responsibility in this also. We have to stop allowing our social ills to be our crutch, if you will. You know, in 47 years upon this earth, one thing I can say And I say this to my kids all the time because it was said to me also. The world owes you nothing. It owes you nothing. So if you're standing by thinking that somehow, some way, because of your situation that you were born into or you happened into or just because they owe you something, they they don't. They just don't. I know I said earlier or I alluded to earlier about how it was when I was coming up and and the compassion that you had for your fellow man and how you would help and, and, and help them when you could, if it was just talking or listening. Yeah, that's about the extent of it. But if you're thinking that they owe you that or more because you're African American and you're, you're brought up in the hood or you don't have a father 
or your your mother's struggling and striving. She's doing the best she can. Newsflash, they owe you nothing. Yeah, your life sucks. And your life at most points and times sucks also. I mean, I'm 47 years old and I still have problems. That's life. You're going to have that. You're going to... But it doesn't give you a right or somehow an understanding that you can just go out into the world, into the community, and just act like you have no regard for human life to the point that you kill. Now, some may say that's you're not understanding or, or, or you're, you're lacking compassion and understanding. Um, no. I am an African-American male and I can tell you from first-hand experience and I've, I know what, to an extent what they're going to. I may not know the, the, the harshness all that well, but I know enough. I know enough to know that you can't There's no way in the world you as an individual can continue this lifestyle. There's no way and think that you can sustain or be profitable or somehow you have it all figured out. And also at this point, I think a lot of them just don't care. They have lost faith or never had faith in life. Or that anybody cared about them, and a lot of them know that they they were being jerked around by the system. But the one thing I can honestly say, or I would like to say, don't use it as a crutch, because eventually you're going to have to stand on your own too. You just have to, not eventually. It needs to be a permanent mindset for you to stand on your own too. Stop relying on other people to help you out. They're not. We see how this particular city council or this police force, how they view you, how they interpret your needs a lot of times you know I I say a lot that we in the African American community the only time we get courted by politicians is around election election time which is true but let's be honest with each other they don't even want to come around to now don't want to be bothered with you don't want you in the discussion because of or one of the reasons is because of this the gun violence and truthfully why should they where have we failed as adults where our kids feel the only way to solve a problem is to pick up a gun and shoot We, we have really, 
really and truthfully missed the mark on this one. You can't continue to gripe, piss and moan that our voices aren't being heard if we're not going to tackle the issues in our own communities, our own homes, and our own families. If we're going to continue continue to allow this to go on and say, oh, well, it's not my problem, or oh, Lord, have mercy, I don't know what to do with this child. Don't expect others to. If you won't put forth the effort and time to correct the problem, don't think others will, because they're not. And why should they? Well, I guess that's the end for me. I think I've talked enough. Hope I haven't talked your ears off. And I would like to thank you all for lending me your ears again this morning. It is a most difficult time here in this world in general. Not just here in Durham, but everywhere. We're under some unprecedented hard times just by, hey, dealing with COVID alone. And I know COVID certainly hasn't helped the situation. It does seem dark and dismal, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, like I said, stand on your own too. It's African-American men. Don't allow anybody to to dictate to you what you can and can't do, what you can and can't become. Because I I believe also that's essentially what has happened. We, for so long, I I, I see people just, you're reaching out for help before you helped yourself. You're reaching out to help to a group of people who don't have your best interests in mind, let alone at heart. And there's no one that can dispute that. I'm sorry that that that, that just can't be disputed in my eyes. It shows itself every day. It shows itself every four to eight years during election time also. Yeah, it does. Well, Like I said, I want to thank all of you for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, monetary, if could be. Share, offer feedback. Like I said before, Anchor has a a feature where you can leave a, a voice record. And as always, follow me on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, or Pocket Cast. And I want to thank you all for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought.